All right. Well, good morning. Welcome to the Shadron Berean Church Podcast. It's another grand and fine morning out there. Today is September 21st, 2021. I'm Pastor Justin, and I've got another devotional for us. This one is simply called Decisions. I think all of us have made big decisions that we later realized uh, weren't the best choice. Uh, Think about one of those specific decisions in your life. Sorry to bring up the past, but uh, <laughs> let's let's learn from it a little bit. Uh, think about a specific decision you made in the past that you later realized wasn't the best choice. Now think, um, were the de- what were the determining factors in making that decision? Did you take someone else's advice? Was it your friends? You know, was it was it what they were doing? Was it peer pressure involved? Um, did you did you follow your heart? Did you follow your feelings, maybe? Did you, you know, a gut feeling? Did you think it would make you happy? Uh, In Acts chapter 1 this Sunday, Peter decided they needed to replace Judas. It was a big decision. Um, Judas was being replaced for his betrayal of Jesus. Uh, And so they're looking for another man who is qualified to fill that apostolic office. But did you notice his determining factor? Um, Peter based his decision on the inspired Word of God as he poured over the Word of God prayerfully and considered what God had to say. The Word of God is actually what gave Peter clear application for making that decision as a leader in the early church to to find another man. And as believers, uh, I think we need to take a principle from that in that when we go to make a decision, the first and natural thing we should do is ask ourselves, what does God's word say about this decision I'm about to make? I mean, does God's word have any advice? I mean, is it, does it say anything about the decision I'm about to make? And uh, boy, I tell you what, I had I considered what God's word had to say before making decisions when I was a young man, it certainly would have prevented a ton of unnecessary stress and problems in my life. I realized this uh, after I got saved and I started reading through the book of Proverbs and started realizing how much I needed virtues. I mean, the book of Proverbs uh, is just loaded with wisdom, and it was hidden wisdom that was finally revealed to me as a young man after I got saved. I'm saved. I mean, that book became like a father figure to me, and at a time when my dad had just actually passed away, but uh, it's it's or around that time frame, but uh, that's that's not surprising because the book of Proverbs is written as a father's instruction to his son, and I'll tell you about one of the poor decisions I made. Um, before I should have, I bought this big old fancy truck of my dreams and now i had a solid job at the time one of the best paying jobs in town probably but um you know working at the working at the railroad they pay pretty well but the decision was based more on the pursuit of happiness than anything else and in the end i was left as proverbs says the borrower is a slave to the lender right that truck 
glued me to that job. It made me fearful of losing that job. And it also prevented me from freely being able to serve the Lord wherever he might call me once I finally came to know the Lord around that time frame. And uh, I could not, at that time, really be available to go any for the Lord as long as my taskmaster was the, the bank. Okay, this, this world says, buy now and pay later. And, and now, with some biblical wisdom and some hindsight, I see what they mean by pay for it later. They're talking about uh, paying for it <laughs> in a First Timothy 6 fashion. Uh, those who desire riches pierce themselves with many griefs. That's paying for it later that Timothy's talking about. Okay, Rather than buy now and pay later, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness his kingdom and his righteousness, and the rest will be given to you. So you seek God, and, and you don't have to worry so much about the rest. You start living and operating by the wisdom of the word, and it's it just starts to relieve so many unnecessary problems and struggles in life and in marriage. I mean, most marriages today, they say uh, uh, divorce for financial reasons. I mean, financial stress is the number one cause. And um, that's just one example where living according to the wisdom of the word would re- would relieve a lot of problems, uh, making wise decisions. Another example would be, um, let's, let's, let's suppose a single Christian is thinking about dating someone that they're attracted to. In that situation, it's easy to make a decision, I think, based on feelings alone. Um, you're really attracted to this person and, and you're tempted, I guess, to, to make your decisions based on your feelings alone. But before the single Christian does anything, I think they should consider the clear precepts of God's word. It says, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or light with darkness or Christ with Belial. I mean, uh, you know, Christ with false gods. He says, uh, what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? 1 Corinthians 7.39 says, to marry only in the Lord. That's a consistent uh, precept all throughout Scripture. That if we abide by it, it's going to save us a lot, a lot of trouble in our lives. A man named Esau in the Old Testament, he disregarded this kind of advice. And uh, he married outside the Lord, and it made life bitter for his family. You can read about that in Genesis 26, 34 through 35. Remember, we've got to remember decisions affect not only us, but our relationships with God and they affect those around us. And so the best thing you can you can do to start making solid decisions, I think, guys, is just operating and, and to, to operate consistently. I mean, with a consistent Christian worldview, the best thing you can do is just get to know your Bible Get to know your Bible. I know that reading through the Bible, getting familiar with your Bible, it can be a daunting task. Um, but think of it this way. By only reading three chapters a day, you can read through the whole Bible in one year, basically. Three chapters a day is basically all it takes. And um, it's, it's worth it. It is worth it, and I think once you you get through the Bible a couple times, you realize, um, actually, it's not that long after all. 
Uh, just make it a habit of consistently reading the Bible, developing a, a, a comprehensive knowledge of God's Word, understanding the books of the Bible and their purposes, and where to turn for certain things. That's what's great about mature believers who know the Word of God. They know where to turn in the Word of God to to get the answers uh, that they need for the dis- the decisions they're going to make in life. I mean, whenever you start a new job, there's always a, a new manual to read and a new manual to learn. Well, as believers, um, we all have a new calling like that, and it's important that we get to know God's manual for our life and calling. Jesus, like we looked at in our sermon this week, he uses people of the Word. He uses people who know it, and he uses people who know it and live it. Okay, so when you go to make that next big decision, I've got some uh, six six tips here um, that I got from a pastor friend. Consider, number one, what God's Word has to say about it. Consider what God's Word has to say about it. Two, consult with other mature Christians who know the Word. Three, consider how this will affect your relationship with God, how it will affect your family. Like, pretend you're you're getting ready to move. You're thinking about moving to a different town for a different different job. Really, what's the determining factor in that? I mean, have you thought about how that's going to affect your family? Have you considered what um, spiritual uh, church family you're going to get involved in? Is there a solid church there? That sort of thing. Um, pray for wisdom. James 1, 5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives, who gives wisdom. Um, It's not a spiritual gift. We've got to pray for that one. Number five, wait patiently. Number six, make a list of the positives and negatives and ask yourself, is this the wise thing to do? All right, thanks, guys. Have a great week.